0: Hey all you schizos out there, welcome back to another episode of DR Schizo. So far in our journey we've got to climb into the minds of Darius and Raphael. We got to listen to their views on the state of the world and mental health. This week we get to discuss race relations. Now it should go without saying, but based off of some of the comments I've received, I'll say it again. This material is by no means mine, nor anyone I know's expressions of these opinions on these fictional characters. It's purely an artistic creation that looks a lot like many people's views on the subjects. So without further ado, let's jump into DR Schizo, episode three, Race Relations. Hello, you don't know me, know me at all. But if I could have just a few minutes of your time, I'd like to see if we could be or have just a little in common. Aw, come on now, what have you got to lose? No, I'm not a player, nor do I have game, but if I can make you think, smile, or even cry, wouldn't that be worth something? Anything at all? I'm not trying to go all deep on you or anything of the sort, but have you ever wandered, wandered, walking down the street, all lost in your thoughts, wrapped up in your world, oblivious to those you affect? Say maybe a young, sexy brunette, shoulder-length mane, deep dimple cheeks, say 5'4", petite, smells good, walks by, sexy, swinging hips, brushes by you, brushing you, slight brush, not too forceful, but shockable. She and her world, you and your world, wrapped in your thoughts, made aware by the brush. Her world, your world, collide for a moment in time. You smile, she smirks, you react, worlds collide, words exchange, brief encounter, pass on by. Now you're moving, moving away, moving back to your world, she to hers. Lost in your thoughts again, time passes. But while you may have dismissed her from your thoughts, your world, she's erased. She, on the other hand, carries you into her world, her thoughts, for the rest of the day. She may even name you to keep you alive. Fresh. He was so fresh. Nigger. The nerve. Fresh nigger. Or maybe fat ass. Maybe fat ass nigger. She gives you an occupation to make you more real. Bum worthless, worthless bum, a no-job-having-fresh-fat-ass nigga. So while you have erased her existence in your world, she has given you a name, a place in society, and an occasion to tell your story in hers. That fresh-fat-ass nigga rubbed me today. And while you might bend a knee at the end of the day to thank your God and to ask for forgiveness for transgressions unto others and others unto you, you may remember her, brief, briefly a second or two. Her face and yours, she annoyed, you apologetic, she and her style, you and your smile, a second or two forgotten again. You'll be the star of 15 minutes of fame as the worthless, fresh, fat ass nigga with no job. Isn't it great this impression you've made? And all because you were lost in your world. Your thoughts? I asked this question to a group of people one day and was surprised by the answers. If you could take a pill and wake up in a different race other than Caucasian, what would you want that race to be? Not surprising, no one picked African-American. Asian and Middle Eastern were the surprising choices respectively. I asked why and the answers varied from weirdly amusing to outrageously disgusting. But the main reasons that pretty much made sense were intelligence and money. Ultimately, intelligence can convert to money if applied correctly. So what is the true driving force behind dislike, discord, or even hate between people who don't even know each other? Or worse, just by the color of their skin. I used to think that deep inside there was a sense of jealousy of one over the other. Then my thoughts changed over time to that maybe there was a deep misunderstanding of each other, nor a willingness to do so. Historically, we were set up to hate each other from the beginning of time. If you are of the faith-based population, the Bible seems to explain that everyone got along great until the masses tried to build a tower to heaven to see God god got angry and squashed that endeavor not only did he send a storm to knock it down he went further and knocked down the peace-loving people as well and when they got up they all spoke different languages and apparently were different colors too he divided the lands and the people so there wouldn't be any other coordinated efforts to try this again he is after all a vengeful god if you're more of an evolutionalist cave people seem to get along early in time because they weren't bright enough to fight with each other and the fact that they shared a common enemy, one that positioned them a little further down on the food chain. They started warring the more intelligent they became. Along with various rudimentary inventions like fire, the wheel, and basic tools, a hierarchy was formed. The have and have-nots, the world's first opposing groups. In both beginnings, despite your beliefs, greed and jealousy was introduced into their simplistic societies and thus soon after hate. We all agree now that by far the greatest of all atrocities in life's history was slavery. Whole groups of various races were enslaved at one time or another by those who had more strength. And even though we have evolved socially, the disparity on those races remain many generations later. Racial tensions in the United States are mounting between African Americans and whites because of the disproportionate economic status derived from historical enslavement. Even if this disparity is somehow fixed... Tensions will always remain between them until a collaborative effort is made toward fully understanding and accepting their differences. The have and have-nots will always continue to be at odds. It's been weeks since the other was discovered. I've since come to understand that he who lives within me has always been there, disguised as my conscience. I understand that he has been instrumental in coming to my aid during great times of adversity and strife. He has allowed me to not only thrive, but but to survive the tragedies along my journey. For that I am grateful. I am, however, growing more concerned by his presence. He who calls himself Raphael is unapologetically brutal in his delivery. His savage thoughts frighten me into a paralytic stupor, which I am increasingly getting more comfortable with. Varying periods of time, ranging from minutes to hours, expanded eventually to whole days and weeks. I was forced into the stupor, Forced is almost too strong a word because once there I found myself at peace and welcomed a reprieve from my troubled world. But while the stupor provided peace, it also swallowed my life. Time disappeared. Soon after, friends followed. Family became alarmed. My reality shifted. The need to regain control of my life would require confrontation with the other, who I now refused to call Raphael. People stopped communicating with each other for all sorts of reasons. Life gets in the way, or takes you down a different path. And sometimes you just plain forget their value in your life. I hadn't noticed the decline in friendships along the way because I was focused on my future. I was, however, surprised when my best friend of 20 years stopped taking my calls. I reached out on social media only to find out that she had blocked me. Looking back now on how we got to this point, it's no wonder though, I had neglected our friendship. Marriage will do that to our friendship, and now that the marriage is over, did I truly expect her and I to pick back up where we left off? I sure could use her guidance along this treacherous path. Race wars.
1: You want to talk about race wars? Well, it all boils down to the survival of the fittest. Mankind was put on the earth to conquer. Since the beginning of time, there has been war. It's true, we weren't meant to get along because there will always be the strong and the weak. What needs to happen is for the weak to band together and grow stronger. There needs to be an uprising. It almost happened during the George Floyd aftermath, when the weak poured into the streets to protest his killing. Laws were enacted because of the sheer number of people banding together as one. The peaceful protest is not working. There have been many more killings since. Where the fuck is Malcolm X when we need him most? The Proud Boys gain headlines and are emboldened. They no longer whisper their disdain for their neighbors. Their numbers have even grown despite the shunning from polite society. But make no mistake, a war is coming. It might not be so much of a race war as it will be between the have and have nots if the interest rates keep climbing. The rich getting richer and the poor, well, the poor are going to eventually have to band together and start taking what they need for survival. Blacks hate whites for what they have they hate them because of how they got what they got and how they used the laws to protect their assets. Whites hate blacks because of how they act. They hate the way they talk, walk, dress, sing, dance. They hate because they're different. They hate them for their strength. Some also hate their emancipation. Both races dislike the immigrants because of the burden they represent on a system that is already overburdened. The whites are alarmed because they can barely keep the blacks down and in line, and now there's a new threat to the rapidly decreasing majority. So what do they do? They accept the blacks so they can get rid of the immigrants, just as the church accepted the gays because they were losing money as people began turning away from their tithing obligations. The blacks are concerned because the immigrants pose a threat on their community, places, society, and the use of the limited resources previously earmarked for them. I'm enjoying my newfound freedom. I now possess a body whereas I do not enjoy the limited access to it. As of late, I have been able to step into this vessel more often and for longer periods of time. At first I observed, listened and learned. At first like a baby I walked and I talked. At first I obeyed to understand rules of accepted social norms. Now there will be none of that no more. The weakling set up a good life for himself. Good, not great. There is so much more to take. As I realize my limitations to access, I understand that I must keep the weakling that calls himself Darius in flux. I need to keep him in pain to remain in command. I need to keep him down. The last few times of occupancy, I have managed to alienate his fickle friends. They were easy. I'm sure he's questioning their supposed loyalty toward each other. The family has proven a little more difficult, but given enough time, I'm sure to dispatch them as well. I have managed to sabotage a few opportunities along the way without his knowledge, but I sense that he is getting suspicious. His angst towards the world has turned inward toward me. We both want the same thing. We want control. A war is coming, and I was born for war.
0: yes 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 schizo a war is definitely brewing here on dr schizo it's truly been a pleasure sharing this week's podcast episode with you what do you think do you agree with Raphael or darius on why the races hate each other have you ever wondered and what's with the god and the tower business can anyone shed some light on that well hopefully we can get some answers by next week come on over and discuss what you heard you can leave a comment on my blog at drschizo.com or you can email me at drschizo1 at gmail.com and I'll share our discussion for the other schizos out there. I promise not to share your name if you prefer. At any rate, remember to like, share, subscribe and stay tuned for another episode of DR Schizo. And remember, if you or a loved one is experiencing mental health complications, please reach out to a qualified mental health professional. In closing, I want this to be your takeaway. Whether you're black, white, brown, red or yellow, We're all on a journey through life in this one little moment in time together. When it's gone, we will depart on different paths. So while we were here, let's enjoy the journey together. Until next week, take care.